For sure. Hey, Fish, guess what? We are live. We have NF, NFL, NHL, and NBA craziness. And we also have a road show. Our special guest is Randy Rausch. He was a weather guy in Vegas and also Myrtle Beach. His podcast is called The Roach Show, and he trains new on-camera news talent as well. We will talk about what is happening in the TV news and sports business with him, and he has some sports views as well. Hardline examines the wow weekend in the NHL and NBA playoffs and the bets coming ahead, and he has your PGA Championship picks. Heidi's Hollywood explores hacks. No, not fishing me but the HBO Max series. Schmuck of the Week is in wrestling, and who's got the swag is a QB hero who was on the couch only a week before. Plus, we examine trading cards and trash talking. Also, we give you the top five sports owners of all time. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Daily Fish. John Daly here with Eric Snyder, a.k.a. Fish. We're coast to coast. Coming to you from Las Vegas and Myrtle Beach, we talk sports, entertainment, and everything in between like you've never heard before. Isn't that right, Fish? I've heard before our celebrity we got a huge celebrity lookalike in Randy Rouse. So we're gonna have fun with this one today. Let's roll. All right, folks. Hey, questions or comments, drop it in the chat box. Or if you're not watching us live, email us at dailyfish the number one at gmail.com. It's time for the daily grind. First, sports trading cards. It's been a pastime that exploded during the pandemic. Hey, that makes sense. Games were canceled, so you went into your basement to pull out your childhood relics and it's making big bucks, sometimes millions of dollars for some fish. What are you seeing? Same thing everyone else. I did the same thing. I'm thinking to myself, I have all these tops trading cards. It's all we did when we were kids. Got our allowance, went to a local Rexall, and bought trading cards, or baseball cards, football cards. Because when you find out that a Tom Brady rookie card goes for a million dollars, how do you know well, you and I don't have one of these cards? Right. I even found right. that I have Planet of the Apes cards. Yeah, Planet of the Apes trading cards from 1968. Charlton Heston, Linda Harrison is Nova, all different kinds of apes. It's yeah, nuts. It was yeah. a big business back then, and now you can make money off of it. Unfortunately, I don't have anything worth something, but I guarantee you one of our listeners or our viewers do. How about you, John? Uh, actually, you know, I did have a ton of them, but when I, I left Hartford and I ended up moving out to different parts of the country, my family took all my baseball cards, so I have no idea where they are now. So, so they, they stole them from me. But, uh, you know, hey, Fish, here's one of the other things, too. I host a lot of segments for some financial gurus. And the future of trading cards, it seems, is going to what they call NFTs. Those are non-fungible tokens, and they're part of cryptocurrency. So if you want to stay ahead of the future in that, go look up NFTs. So there you have a little tip for you guys. Next, sports trash talking. It is centuries old, but it is still as loud as it is today. Is it? Well, maybe not. Fish, you majored in trash talking. What do you think is going on today? Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this show with you. You clock, can't pierce, bras, no looking, no hosting motherfucker. <laughs> Who you think you are, man? Lining up beside the fish man. You ain't got no goddamn game, bitch. All right? Come on, you want bitch ass, you know what? Yes, trash talking's been going on forever. And when we can train it, we go way back to the Babe Ruth days. It comes out now, and, and some of the great, I mean, the best trash talker ever was Deion Sanders. I, I think Deion Sanders had some great trash talking lines. He would line up against Jerry Rice and go, I bet your mama ain't proud of you today having to go up against me. You know, <laughs> great way to do it. But the best trash talkers, and John Harrison will tell you this, anyone will tell you, the best trash talkers are the one that back it up with their game. Yep. No, you're exactly right. And, you know, back, back in the olden days, Dizzy Dean said, it ain't bragging if you can back it up. Uh, you know, one of one of my favorite ones was Michael Jordan. 
Uh, he dunked over six foot one John Stockton. This was in Salt Lake City in the playoffs. A fan yelled at him from the stands, dunk on someone your own size. Jordan came back down the court the next time and he dunked over 6'11 Melvin Turpin. And Jordan yelled at the fan, was he big enough? Michael Jordan can do that, that's for sure. I love it. Cool. All right. And finally on the grind, in our theme of top five lists, we will list our top five owners in sports. Fish, go for it. I'm a sexaholic. Married 33 years, you know, I, I, I'm like Roger Staubach said to Phyllis George. Because Joe Namath has a lot of women. I just sleep with one, my wife. It doesn't mean I can't respect owners that do the same thing. I just got done wanting, watching this winning time. I want Heidi to watch this about the Lakers. Jerry Buss, who won the Lakers and the Kings in the 70s and 80s, not only hung out with his players, but he made the Forum Club in L.A. just to hang out and have parties. That's my five, okay? I'm, I'm sorry. I, just, I, have, I have to go that way. All right. Number four, you'll love number four. Number four is the O'Malley family for the Dodgers. They were, they were the exact opposite, okay? They had the most, cons- I, would, I would say, conservative organization you ever could. But if you, as, long as, what, as long as you won for the Dodgers, they turned a the blind eye. They didn't care. And the Dodgers won a lot under the, under the tutelage and the, and the ownership of the O'Malley family, which, you know, the Dodgers only had three owners, them, McCourt, and they've had Sol Son and Magic Johnson. Okay. Three? Don't get I love Mark Davis. Not because of the Raiders, because of the Las Vegas Aces. We all know Mark's a playboy. You know, when you sit courtside, you get to watch all these. I'm not saying anything. The Raiders are possibly going to be a sponsor, but most likely the Aces will. Number two is Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots. You know why? Not only is he a great man in the community and look at, look at the record under the Patriots, all the Super Bowls, but the man has balls, okay? He's among the top. What? He's in the 100 of the top 400 Forbes? He goes to a strip mall to get a hand job? He can get $1,500 hookers to come to his room, okay? He said he loved, he loves the bravery, though. He loves, you know, the, 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 it, it, it excites him. Number one, okay, and it's nothing to do with sex, the Glazer family. They own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Forget them. They own Manchester United of the Premier League in soccer. Hardison, did you know that that team is the most is, – is, is the richest – Yep. Uh, most uh, they, they earn the most money of any sports team in any sports league in the world. So you only have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who won a Super Bowl two years ago. And being, they got the number one team in the world earnings wise. That's my five. I love it. Good ones. All right. My number five is Walter Brown. He owned the Celtics until 1964. And if you think about it, he really helped make the modern NBA what it is today. Number four for me is George Hallis with the Bears. He owned the team for 60 years. Number three for me is Al Davis with the Raiders. You know all about him. You know how much we love him and thought he, how great he was. Number two, I'm going to agree with you on this one, although I do agree with the other ones, uh, Robert Kraft with the Patriots, and it has nothing to do with him getting a hand job. Number one for me is the Green Bay Packers, Inc. The fans are the shareholders of that franchise. I still think that is so cool that the fans are the owners, and that says what America really is and should be. Yes. John is turning into me. Last week, he used the word mensch. He's speaking Yiddish, and he's, I can't believe he said hand job. That is a first that John used that kind of vernacular. Bravo to John Daly. He now knows that a peach looks like an ass or vagina, and he's starting to act like the fish man. We will finally sell this thing. I'm growing up or I'm growing down. I don't know which one it is. All right. And folks, that is the Daily Grind. Love having you with us. 
Daily Fish is live on Facebook at daily.fish.5 on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You can watch us also on Facebook at Myrtle Beach Golf Channel and Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Check out Daily Fish on YouTube and Wingding TV. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. All right, it's time now for the Daily Fish Hardlines. John Hardison has the podcast, The Cost of Winning, focusing on fantasy sports and sports betting. He is back with us again. Hardline, welcome back. Let's start with the NHL, which uh, to me was just fabulous this past weekend with Game 7 nail biters. Talk about them and then upcoming bets from the ice that you got. So, I mean, what a great weekend if you're a better. What a great weekend if you're an NHL fan. I think this is what you've been waiting for uh, in terms of your sport, in terms of marketability. Um, kudos to the NHL for inking that deal with Turner Sports and ESPN last season. You're getting games on TNT, TBS. You're getting uh, – Games also on ESPN, which is a lot different than having to try and find NBC Sports Network or NBA or NBC itself. I think that it's helped with their market. I think it's fabulous in the matchups and the seating this weekend. You couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, the two games I want to talk about this weekend that I really like the most, uh, the Carolina Boston thought it was a great series. That was a, a magnificent series, the back and forth, the grittiness of it. And also, um, Tampa Bay and Toronto. I mean, what what a back and forth, you know, knockout, drag out fight. Um, you definitely weren't, weren't expecting it. There were times that you really thought maybe Tampa Bay was, I mean, uh, Toronto was going to pull away with this. You know, maybe it was going to be their first playoff win, what, over 20, maybe 30 years at this point. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, they just couldn't, you know, they couldn't capitalize. But going forward, it's not, it's going to get even better than what we saw just over the weekend. I agree. What are some of the bets you got going this week? So the the ones the one series I'm a really big fan of is Rangers Carolina. I mean, I really like this series. I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of potential. I'm going with the over on the first game, over six goals at uh, plus 104. I think it's going to be back and forth. I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities, a lot of power plays going on, a lot of chippiness between these two teams. And I'm taking that there's going to be a goal within the first 10 minutes. I mean, I I, I wouldn't even be surprised if maybe there was a goal within the first five. But I, just to kind of feel them out, I'm going to take there's going to be a goal in the first 10 minutes. I think that yeah, I think that it's going to be that good of a first period for you guys. Cool. All right. And what then, else? Any other games? I love Edmonton, Calgary, the battle for Canada. I mean, Ooh. you know, this yeah, this this is uh, this is a deep this is a deep game with a lot of uh, a lot at stake. Um, I'm taking the over in this game at six and a half goals. I'm taking that there's going to be a goal within the first 10 minutes. I think that this is one of the uh, the premier series going forward. You know, we, we could talk about Colorado and St. Louis, but I think it's pretty obvious, in my opinion, Colorado's going to win. I think they have the better line shifts. I think they have the better team overall. That's the team I picked to come out of the West. But the two games, New York, uh, New York Rangers of Carolina, Edmonton, Calgary, are the two that you need to watch going forward this whole uh, for the next week or, week or so. Cool. Before I get into how excited about the NBA playoffs, I got a couple of stats for you. Okay. You know that a team from Canada, John Daly and John Hardison, or a team that plays in Canada, hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1993? That was the Montreal Canadiens. And the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs, John, you know this from the East Coast. That's the most passionate fan base. They have 10,000 people outside the Rogers mm-hmm. Center. They have not won a playoff series daily, a series since 2004. I'm watching that game. It's amazing. Yeah. That, that's, that's a long drought. So Lions fans and Red Sox fans don't feel so bad. Hardline, <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling John in the queue, I can't be more excited about Dallas, Golden State, and Miami and Boston. These are two great series, four big markets for the NBA, four top ten markets. But some of these games have been blowouts. And how shocked are you that 
more points at halftime. What do you see these? What do you see these series going? Well, I'll tell you this: I wasn't surprised at the uh, at the Dallas game. I mean, I, I picked Dallas to to win against Phoenix last night, and part of it was as soon as I heard you know uh, Stephen A. Smith go on his rant <laughs> about how the the Phoenix Suns are going to pummel Dallas, I literally just turned and I said, "I'm betting Dallas." I took them, um, and it worked out for me. I mean, I just. You could see the momentum change, um, and there was such a momentum shift, especially after the incident on Mother's Day with the team. The biggest thing that I will say, and a lot of people aren't giving this man a lot of credit. Um, I don't know why they're not giving him a lot of credit, because he has lit a spark underneath the Dallas Mavericks, is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, he has been playing phenomenal for them. I mean, Luka, Luka gets a lot of praise. But Spencer, that addition on offense, that extra guard combo has made a difference, has elevated that team. And so if there's any props out there for Spencer Dinwiddie, once they come available within the next couple of days, if they have any, I'm definitely taking that. Um, one prop I do like in the Dallas game, because I'm taking it over at 214 and a half. And I'm, I'd also like Reggie Bullock to have plus 10 points. It's plus 450. But, I mean, he's got some games that, you know, going back to Phoenix, where he was really, really instrumental. And I think even going forward, he's going to be a guy that's really instrumental uh, in this series coming up. I think that the Dubs get it done, though, overall. I think the Dubs are a better team. I think they've got more playoff experience, even though I like Jason Kidd as a head coach. And, and we'll look to see what happens if Steve Kerr is able to come back just because of uh, COVID protocol, because of tested positive. We're going to see. On the East – this is the series right here to watch. I mean, a rivalry renewed between Miami and Boston. Uh, I like Miami in this series, and I know a lot of people really like Boston, but I don't think that Boston's going to have an answer for, for Bam Adebayo, and I don't think they're going to have a complete answer for Tyler Hero. I just think that coming off the screen, I think Tyler Hill is, is phenomenal. I mean, that's why he won six man of the year. I don't think that Al Horford's going to give you the Al Horford in the last series that you're going to get in this series. Um, I know normally within the them playing each other, they average about 197 points a game. I'm taking the over at 204. I think it's just going to be something different. I think somebody might get a little hot. We saw that in the last series where uh, where Boston got hot for that one quarter and just obliterated anybody that might have had the under for that game. And I'm also taking Al Horford at uh, over 10 and a half points and minus 114. But I, I think to get this done, I think Miami's a team that is going to give Boston the most fits, and I'm going Miami to win this whole series. All right, do you see both uh, both series going seven? I see Miami going six. I see the, I see both going six. I'd say both go six. I, I'll give Dallas two games, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Dubs, for for rest purposes, actually show up and get this done at five. All right, cool. Uh, PGA is coming up this week from Southern Hills in Tulsa. Uh, Fish, um, give me your pick. Who do you got? I got everyone except Tiger Woods. Okay, I'm going to the field. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I like John Rom. Is Rom playing? Because he, yep. he he tested today, so I don't. Okay, if Rom's playing, I like Rom. I like his tee shot. Cool. Uh, I'm going Scotty Scheffler. I think he's he's rested. He knows uh, Southern Hills pretty good too, and I just think he's hot and he's he's. I think he's going to be ready to go. Hardline, what are you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing betting-wise? Uh, you know, Scotty's up there. He's plus 1,200 right now. He's he's one of the top two, him and John Rahm. I'm actually going to go Jordan Spieth. I, I like Jordan. I think that he's going to – I think that he'll win this tournament. I think that he's been doing pretty well so far. So I'm going to ride him going going forward. I'm going to ride him. He wins. He gets the career grand slam. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's a big, it's, yeah. it's something he's really going to push for. So that's that's a good one too. Okay, cool. And my and one more thing before we get off of here, I love Vegas. I love the Golden Knights. You guys got to be consistent at head coach. I mean, I, last season, I get it. You know, you had a lot of injuries, but two coaches in five years is not a good look, and it's not any, it's no stability because the guy that we just got rid of is now leading a team to the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So it, something's got to, you know, something's cooking right there. Keep your eye open. All right, we'll be watching that. And just real quickly before we go, I want to go back to the PGA. Are there any Tiger prop bets that are out there? Uh, not for right now. I think everybody, he, he's saying the knee's strong, but uh, I think everybody's kind of waiting to see. You know, you, he's getting a little old. He played well, you know, at the Masters, much better than what most people thought, but I, I think that people are still kind of waiting to see kind of everything going on. Okay. And that is the Daily Fish Hardline with John Hardison of the Cost of Winning Podcast. You can find him here with us every week, but he's also on Spotify, Google, and also Apple Podcast. Thanks, Hardline. We'll see you next week, buddy. See you guys next week. And folks, you need a great golf getaway. The Myrtle Beach Golf Trail has dozens of courses along the Carolina coast. Set up an entire trip for yourself, your family, or a bunch of friends. The site is MyrtleBeachGolfTrail.com. You can play there year-round. The weather here is getting so good. It's absolutely perfect. Now, there's something fishy going on. And fish, oh my God, the glasses went off right away. So this has got to be big, fish. Give me something fishy. This happened yesterday, and I'm all for everyone working. I'm all for outsourcing, although I, I wish more jobs were available in the United States and there are people who don't want them. This happened to me yesterday. My DirecTV went out, so I called DirecTV. This is what I heard. Thank you very much for calling DirecTV. I'm on from. Can I help you, please? Fine. I'm getting into the whole thing, and I, that I'm a problem. I can't get a couple of channels. I want my Bay Area sports to watch baseball. Guy had no idea what I was talking about. So I kindly said, can you please give me someone in America? And the guy had an attitude. Well, this is what I do for a living. You cannot take my living away from me. Fine. I hang up. I call back direct TV. Same thing. I get another guy from India. That's fine. I get pissed off. My wife goes and I have a short fuse. Not I put anyone down. My email is ersnyder60 at gmail.com. Okay. Then my, my alarm system goes down for ADT. I call ADT. It's local, right? I get another guy. All right. Hello, nice to meet you. Did that go No, no. You, you get to break a new day. Okay. Now, I don't know if I'm watching. Remember we did Harlots when I did the binge watching? That was, uh-huh. that was Celtic English. I, I don't know what this guy, I don't even know where this guy was from. Politely say, can I talk to someone? Okay. Puts me on with somebody. It's the same thing. It's the same language. Except this guy had sounded like Andrew Dice Clay. All right. Done. So I, I don't, I, my alarm service, hang on, my alarm service and my, and my direct TV are out. I call and order a Chinese food. I want Chinese food. I want Kung Pao chicken, spicy eggplant, and I want <laughs> I want some pot stickers, right? You, you would not believe, you know. I said, what am I, in Vietnam? Am I watching a goddamn deer hunter again? All I want to know is if you if you have a company, okay, I understand you, you, you have to serve your company, but you have to understand that you have to learn and speak English. That's all I'm going to say. Well, and I would say also, you got to take care of your customers because your customers are not going to come back if they can't order and they can't do stuff. On the other hand, the first thing that you were saying, too, what's really beginning to happen now, the projections for the for the world economy is that they think India is going to be the economy that's going to be taking off. And a lot of it has to do with what you're talking about there, because they can provide those services, those phone services a lot cheaper 
than people can over here. So that may be something that's going to be happening more and more. I think you just hope that those people are going to be able to speak more American English so that they can It's not their fault. It's not their fault. But look at me. I'm frustrated. I want to get my sports packages. What do you want to watch the Red Sox and the Yankees? You're called up. You can understand the guy on the other end. You're pissed off. You know? Look, I talk fast. People can understand what I say anyways. But at least, you know, (laughs) it's somewhat legible. I'm done. The comments are already coming in. All right. They'll be coming in. Sure. All right. And that is something fishy for us. All right, folks. Still ahead, we have Schmuck of the Week. Who's got the swag? And our special guest, Randy Rausch. Time now for Heidi's Hollywood. She is Heidi Holliker, actor and producer, who is deep in the entertainment scene for us every week. Heidi, welcome back. Now, you are binging Cat that has kind of a Vegas connection. Fill us in. Yeah, it's Vegas. And uh, Eric, thanks for not giving out my email. So Hacks is, um, it's on its second season now. No, (laughs) stop. Uh, I just got into it. It's Gene Smart and Hannah Einbinder. And it's about a a Vegas comedian uh, who has um, been doing her act there for for years. And her act's getting a, a bit dated. And so they're trying, oh, he's writing down my email. Do not pay attention no, to that. No. Oh, gosh. No way. Um, so they, she's starting to get pushed out, played by Jane Smart. And uh, she's not, not going for it. Her manager brings in a 20-something female, com- female writer to punch up her act. And these two go at it. They do not, they do not want to work together. But as I'm starting to see in episode two, uh, they start to basically save each other's careers. And I, I think that's that's a pretty cool thing. And it's and uh, Hannah Einbinder is Lorraine Newman, original SNL, her daughter. And she's fantastic. Wow. She is a, a big find. I, I, I watched it. I watched it. Yeah. Christopher McDonald, Christopher McDonald, you remember him as Scooter McGavin, John in, uh, in Tin Cup? Yeah. No, was it? Was it? I was no. Was yeah. Tub. Was yeah. It? yeah. What was he in? The Tin Cup with uh, Coster. Anyways, he plays the hotel man uh, owner that actually had a tryst with her. Gene Smart should win an Emmy for this. She's so great. I have a problem with the show great. because of looking at Las Vegas. There's no Hollywood Hills in Las Vegas, everybody. <laughs> We're not that stupid. We talked about this. Great call there, Heidi. I love the. I love the Thanks. fact that I love it. I like the. I like the, uh, the dichotomy of the two. The young girl and her, who's this diva. I'm a Don Rickles type. You can't tell me what what words. Yep. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Now we got we got mom calling. Um, what's up? We're we're live. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My picture's fuzzy, but I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. My picture's fuzzy. So your picture is fuzzy, hey, but, tell, tell, your yeah, tell your mother to call Streamyard because she's going to get this. I don't know what to do right now. The middle of my life. Okay, don't give out my email. I don't know why I'm fuzzy. Um, but before we get into the next point, I just want to do a quick, a quick shout out to our, our viewers, Barbara and Joe. They are they are watching every single week and they're not feeling so well. So I want to send my love, our love to them. Feel better. Feel better. Here's so anyway, what I what I want to kind of get into quickly is is the collaboration between older artists and younger artists and how what this show is pretty much about you know the, the young supporting the old and vice versa you uh lady gaga and tony bennett and that was a beautiful collaboration yeah. and 
Journey, when Journey was looking for a new lead singer, they went on YouTube to find somebody and they found this unbelievable singer who who just does an incredible his his version of Steve Perry, but he's great. Remember when Aerosmith and Run DMC collaborated? It brought a whole new audience to Aerosmith with Walk This Way. And then Queen, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody came out and then they went on tour again and they brought on Adam Lambert from American Idol. So it, it's just, it's a really smart thing for, for older established artists to do. Very smart thing for younger artists to do. And I, I love it. I think it should happen more and more. What I do think you? It's, yeah, well, you know, honey, I think you're right. I think I think it's better for the younger artists because the, 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 look at the all the older people, Aerosmith, you talked about Journey, you're talking about Tony Bennett, right? Yeah. They had it so tough, okay? Nowadays, you can go on YouTube and get discovered or go on TikTok. Tony Bennett had to go to auditions. I mean, these people had a – there was no – you know why Elton John and Billy Joel can't stand American Idol? Because these guys did it in their garage. And somebody goes on American Idol and they get a record contract. It's so easier right now. You have to be talented, but it's easier. So I think it's a great marketing tool. How do you? exactly right. For a younger person to get hooked up with Tony Bennett, who's been around forever, and God bless him. He's, a la- he's one of the last guys left. What is he, John? He's about your age, 90? Yep. He's up there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's great. He's, he's a great he is great on top of everything else. That's and- uh, no doubt and it really that. brings it really I've seen him uh, in concert. I mean, it was maybe 20 years ago, but it really brings that audience and that that kind of that beauty to to what he what he is and what a Lady Gaga is. And it elevates her because, I mean, she she came to us. We became aware of her maybe 12 years ago, roughly, with the meat dress and and all of the craziness in the egg and um at the video music awards or or the the grammys i'm sorry and and now look at her oscar nominated yes miss holliker um who did you look who who was your older artist that you hooked up with that gave you tutelage come on breaking news here on daily fish huh that's um uh, i wish do you know wait no no I, i want i want you to give us something because look Everyone knows that John had a Latrice at Joan Rivers. That is nationalized. It's been all over the tabloids. He doesn't care yeah. what he's, man. He's, got, of course. he's even got the same plastic surgery she did. Me? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I had Tony Fields. <laughs> well, I, I, I loved working with Frederick Forrest. I mean, he did he did hit on me, you know, right before our scene, you know, and, and Frederick My Forrest. Guy. Is Frederick so I, I can't say he mentored me by any means, but he certainly was a very exciting person to to be in a scene with. I mean, a brilliant actor. There you have so, it. So, you know. We, we broke some news we, with Heidi Hollywood. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> and what? that Forrest, Forrest made her fuzzy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking a little fuzzy. I, I Actually, Mom, sorry. That's it's all right. Your voice is fine. We can hear you perfectly, so good, don't worry good. about it. And plus, they can also see your your email too. So no, please no. And all right. Well, get better, Barbara and Joe. We love you. I love you guys. Mwah. Right back at you. All right. See you and that is Heidi's Hollywood. She's with us every week. You can check her out on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks, Heidi. We'll see you next week. All right. Okay. Now it is time for guess what? We go from that to our. Schmuck of the week, fish. Who do you got that's schmucky this week? 
know, I, I love this. I'm the only idiot in the planet that likes this, but I don't like the direction it's going. Now look at these two guys. This is Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Look mm-hmm. at that. Now, now look at that. Now these are in their older years. That's not two wrestlers. Those look at the expression on their faces. Those are two guys that can't get their Cialis pills over the internet. I'm telling you right now. Okay. <laughs> and Ric Flair just announced. I mean, Randy Rouse gave us this breaking news, and it's true. Rick Flair is getting back into the ring, John, at 73 years old. He's yeah. fighting a 28-year-old. Come on. You know, that's, I mean, we all know that I, I, I don't want to piss off a lot of our viewers and our listeners. They think I'm an idiot, and I am. But they think that this, that this, that wrestling is real. No 73-year-old could take on a 24-year-old. Unless you're Warren Beatty having sex with a 24-year-old. That's a different story. But wrestling-wise, forget it. I, I'm not buying it. Are you? Come on. Uh, no. And and for me, eh, you know, it's it's entertainment. But you know what? It's going to be his last fight. So don't have to worry about it. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I don't know about hurt. that. I don't know about yeah. that. Well, he says it is. But all right. Now it's time for who's got the swag. Who are we toasting this week, Fish? Well, you know, you're going to find out that if you haven't known already, I'm a football junkie. I watch all the USFL. Kudos to that. League. This is Badly. Badly played in the Spring League. He played in the XFL. He played in the American Alliance of, uh, of Football. He played for the own four Pittsburgh Maulers yesterday. He's sitting on his couch last week, and he's trying like hell to get his wife through dental school and watch the kids. He gets a phone call. So with one day of practice, he goes in there, has a phenomenal game, and the last play of the game against the Houston Gamblers, he throws a winning touchdown pass to Bailey Gother to win the game. And to watch his emotion, to watch the crying, and he gets wow. it there, and Brock Heward's interviewing him, John, and he says, look, he goes, all I have is this dream to play football. It just means that keep keep going. I mean, I'm always joking around, but if you have a dream, keep going after it. And a guy I like Badly, you show this guy, this handsome devil. If you got, you know, I, I'm rooting for a guy like this, please, NFL or whatever. This is the kind of guy you need because he's just a, he's, he's a role model. Absolutely. All right, now we have our drink of the week, and we're gonna toast with our drink of the week, and we're gonna toast Vlad. So go ahead. What do you got, Fish? Well, to to, Bar- to Barbo never fans of the show, and I've got a couple of bad emails here coming up about what I said. Too bad, uh, and badly. I have a beer. It's a hundred. Ask it's a hundred degrees here in Las Vegas already. We're all poolside and playing golf, so I think it's a great day to drink a beer when you when it's hot outside. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. All right. Hey, our daily fish drink of the week is sponsored by Shucks Tavern in Vegas. Great seafood and drinks in two locations. Head to Shucks Tavern. On North Durango on the northwest side of town where fish is overnight, say Daily Fish Podcast. You get a free drink. Do it the next day. A free appetizer. That's Shucks Tavern. Check out Shucks Tavern on Facebook. All right, let's bring in our special guest, Randy Roush. He has the Roach Show podcast on YouTube. He also owns American Broadcast Talent to train people to become on-camera news, sports, and entertainment reporters or hosts. You can go to American Talent, AmericanBroadcastTalent.com. And Randy worked with me in Vegas as the weather guy at KTNV. He's also a weather guy here in Myrtle Beach, so he fits perfectly. And uh, Randy, welcome to Daily Fish. Great to have you. Well, th- thanks for having me. You know, it's weird listening to, to Fish talk because I, I first of all realized I agree with almost everything he said until he got to the Andrew Dice Clay impersonation and he just lost me. Victory, victory, duck. This there we so go. Much- yeah, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a part of his there's a part of her team where he goes. Really? I guess I okay. I did, I never heard that part, so uh, <laughs> you lost me there. But I I so agree with you about freaking trying to get a hold of somebody oh. in an American company. It it drives me nuts. It drives me crazy. Wait a Randy, what's your email 
email so I can tell the people that are giving me email. Go after you. No, I'm kidding. No, it's, it's brutal. frustrating, Randy. It really is. Ah, brutal. 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 Cool. Hey, uh, let, let's hit a little sports because you're living in Florida. You had the NHL playoffs. Any insight into the Tampa Bay Lightning? Well, no, it's it's exciting. I mean, who would think, uh, you know, <laughs> a place where it's 100 degrees every other day, um, you know, two teams now in Florida really uh, g- going to be going at it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just an average fan, but excited that Tampa Bay again is uh, contending. They did it last year. They did it the year before that. Yep. And I don't know, Fish can probably help me out. In 2004, they won the Stanley Cup. So, oh. Yeah. yeah, Steven Stamkos is Steven Stamkos is probably one of the greatest athletes no one ever talks about. Am I right, Randy? The, the forward for the uh, for the Lightning, he's just phenomenal. That, he, that, he, 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 he's amazing, and um, you know, uh, Point is another great guy. I think you were talking about earlier, maybe about his injury. So I, don't, I think they're unsure what happened to him against the with the Maple Leafs the other day. I think he went up against the I don't know the board or something. You'd know. But um, you know these are they got they got some good good players. I mean, a good some some excellent hockey players on that team. It's amazing. You know, cool. folks. Randy's in Florida right now, and he's really not Randy Rouch because another guy's in Florida named John Gruden. Look at that face right now. You know, <laughs> really. So, you like, oh, you look exactly like. That's a great thing. You look exactly like Coach Green. You sound a little bit like him. You wear the visor like him. Really? You know, Chucky. Yeah, you a little Chucky kind of, look. You got, well, you got the eyes the face. Randy, let me tell you something, man. I'm, I'm safe in my skin. You're a good-looking guy, and I heard this story that when you did weather, mm-hmm. you would ski down the slopes doing the weather broadcast thinking, what kind of schmuck is this guy? Does he know about Sonny Bono and Liam Neeson's wife and one of the Kennedys? You hit a freaking tree when you – what are you going to do? You're doing, the, you're doing the, the weather cast? Oh, it's a marine layer over Mount Charleston right now, cracked into a goddamn tree. I, I don't know what's wrong with people like you. You know, you live in, you, you live in Vegas. You know, there is nothing to talk about other than it's 106 today. What's tomorrow? 107. You got to do something to get their attention. I can't even believe people watch the weather forecast. I can't even believe it. You know, you know, and that's true. And you were so darn good. In fact, uh, if if you go and you look at some of Randy's uh, videos on YouTube, uh, he had one that you were at the old MGM theme park and you literally, you, it wasn't a bungee jump. It was kind of, what, what was it that, that, that you did? Well, I, I don't know um, if Fish remembers the MGM theme park. They yeah. had a giant swing ride there. You'd hang and they, they'd hoist you up. We did it live on the news. So they hoisted me up during the break and they came back from the break and tossed out and I just counted down and just swing and live back and forth, trying to hear the anchors. Am I still live on television? And it's it's one of the most ridiculous live shots I've ever done in my life. I mean, just stupid looking. I mean, like, what was I doing? Why was I why was I doing that, John? What what was going on? It's called entertainment, well, I, my friend. Yeah, and I use what you did there. And I got thrown out of a, of a place called the Green Door because I was hooked up in that thing swinging back and forth. Is yeah. that right? Uh, yeah, that's a. Yeah, I'm kind of segueing into a joke yeah. about a an adult place. Port- that's daily. 
Yeah. Well, not with a porno film. It's a it's a it's an S and M place that Daily got has a membership, and I used you know a fake ID to get in, and, and I used your I, I did what you used on that broadcast, and went in there and did the same thing, <laughs> except except the anchors didn't work. But let's move on, okay? The Cubs, you're a Cubs. Let, let's 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 go from masochism to the Cubs. All right, you're a Cubs oh, fan, right? It, it, it's it, other than them winning the World Series in 2016, which is great for you, Randy. What's going on? This is an iconic team in baseball. The ratings stink. The Cubs stink. The Reds stink. John's Red Sox stink. <laughs> What's going on? It's it's just another year being a Cubs fan. I grew up in Chicago, 18 years living in the city, and um, you just you just get used to this. I mean, it's not even you don't even flinch. I think they're in fourth place, maybe or already like 14 and 20 or something. I mean, it's just another sad season. You look at the list of players, you go, yeah, he's okay. He's okay. I mean, there's no standouts. There's nobody that is going to take that team, you know, over the top. So it's just another year. I mean, I hate to hate to sound like that, but that's the Cubs baseball, you know? you feel the same way about baseball as well? you think baseball is kind of because of the lower ratings and all that, that, that they got to do something to goose up the game as well? I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have had a million conversations about this. But baseball, I mean, that's what the sport I grew up playing as a kid into high school. I watch it now. And I, I don't know. You guys tell me. I, I'm I'm sort of bored. I, I'm like, let's move this. Let's come that's on. Let's saying. go. Let's have a pitcher's clock where they got to just throw the ball in in 15 seconds. Let's let's liven this up. Um, I don't know. It seems real slow to me. Just being honest. You sound like um, talking this morning. I had the same conversation this morning walking our dogs. I said I watched a Dodger game yesterday, Randy. Great game. You know, they had a nice two-run rally in the bottom of the ninth. Three hours and 40 minutes. It's too long. You know, they have to. They have to fix. John, John and I are always trying to fix baseball, and you know, we love the sport, but sometimes if the powers that be don't want to help in, in fixing it, then we just got to sit back and, and hope there's a, a there's enough Shohei Otani's come around that could do it for it. You know, the, the great players always fix the sport. Always. I got to share. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no I, go I, ahead. Wanted to sh- I wanted to share my um, my Cubs story with you. When I went to Arizona State University and the Cubs obviously train in um, – in the Phoenix area every spring. So when I was going to school, there was an opportunity to do PA announcing the kid that was doing it. I think got in a horrible, tragic accident or something at the last minute, they needed somebody to do PA announcing at Hohokam field in Mesa at the time. So I rose, you know, said, I'll do it. And nobody else wanted to do it because everyone else was going to Mazelon for spring break and, I'm like, I'll go to the field. I don't care. So I got to go that season. I think the next year up in the press box, which I'd never done anything like that in my, you know, early college years, sit next to Harry Carey. Wow. I had a cooler between my, my legs. (laughs) Harry was here doing his, you know, his WGN announcing. And I would have to, you know, next up to bat, Ryan Sandberg. But here's the kicker, and you guys will appreciate this. Back in those days, all they had was a media guide. There was no YouTube or any way to know how to pronounce the new guy from Venezuela or whatever. You guys, I would F up everyone's name. People, (laughs) boo! 
<laughs> they were so angry at me. And Harry would turn over to the kid, don't let him get to you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now give Harry. me another beer, kid. Oh, my God. When this guy did Cubs games in the 80s with Steve Stone, there's two guys he couldn't get their names right. He would go, here's a guy from South Florida. This Biff Pokeroba. Biff Pokeroba. Biff Rockeroba. Rock and the other guy was remember John Walkenfuss. He goes, here's a guy. Always, here's a guy. Here's a guy from Des Moines, Iowa. John Pussenwalker. <laughs> yeah, but every but, but yeah. fish. Everyone knew Harry was already three bears in, so we kind of oh. just went, ah, eh, you know. <laughs> Steve, Steve Stone will correct him, so you know. <laughs> oh my God, that is such. So yeah, I mean, story. I have such great memories of going down to the lunchroom with him, and it was the first time. You guys will appreciate this. You'd walk out of the press box. You'd walk down the stairs. It's the same stairs as the public would walk down. It was literally walking out with like a rock star. Like you were walking next to U2's Bono or Mick Jagger. Where The fans, when they saw him, just went wacko jacko. I mean, they just went crazy. I had never, I had never seen anything like that in my here. You know, I'm a meek college kid, you know, with my notepad. <laughs> like, wow, this is amazing. This is incredible. So, so was he was he fun to be with? Oh my God. He, oh. He's just, I mean, how <laughs> he just doesn't care or he didn't care, you know. I mean, oh he, he couldn't do wrong. I mean, you I don't know that you could be a broadcaster like that today and get away with it. I don't know. But people loved him. It didn't matter what he said. Like uh, Fish said, if he mispronounced something, yeah, whatever. But today, I don't know. So, so Mitch Williams gets the last out in the 1989 divisional uh, the, to win the put the Cubs in their first playoffs in forever, right? And they come back from a commercial, and Steve Stone says, "I don't know where Harry is. When no one can find him." And they cut to the to the clubhouse, and he's. Just talking, <laughs> away at a bottle of champagne, and they're going top, and he's trying to do an interview. Who was the manager that? Who was it? Was it Dick Williams was the manager of that team back then? I forgot no, the manager that comes was. Yeah, it, it was it was phenomenal. That that you know you miss those characters. Is it true that Harry Carey had an affair with Bill Beck's wife or something like this? Did, it, did he? Did he? Yeah, did he yeah. It, there yeah, was a lot of there was a Bush. lot of crazy. I I think he lived a very colorful colorful life my my wife is actually friends with chip carey's wife susan carey and they're still close and they that's just a coincidence and they had been friends through high school so that's great yeah wow um one, one thing oh i'm sorry then one thing we talk about and you're 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 big into sports casting and your on-air talent and we talk about this all the time the fact that tom brady's getting 35 37.5 million dollars a year to be an analyst and we talk about guys like joe buck and jim nance and Al Michaels and make 10, 12 million. You think that kids in college right now that want to be a sportscaster are going to want to be an analyst instead of a sportscaster when you can make triple the money? Just the play by, in other words, the play by play guys are getting zero respect when it comes to contracts. Does that yeah. concern you, Randy? Well, here's the, the, the reality. And, and, and John, you know this, there's only so many jobs out there. The, the, the problem is, is everyone is vying for these couple of key positions that are out there. And I can tell you from the, the, you know, where I work here, we work with sportscasters all the time. And it's the one area of news and working at a TV station. There are the least amount of job opportunities every year. You know, just go look in the trades and see how many 
11 p.m. sportscasters are needed each year. So, you know, to answer your question, I, I don't I don't know. I don't think it's anything to worry about because very few are going to get to that point like a Joe Buck. It's just it's 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 like winning the Pennsylvania State Lottery. Good luck. You know, yeah. it's tough. So I, I talk, talk about American Broadcast Talent, your company. Uh, it's AmericanBroadcastTalent.com. You go there, you can see about it. And, you know, tell us how you actually work with people. And then talk also about the fact that I think you told me earlier today, and it kind of ties in what you were just saying to Fish, that, you know, kids getting into sports, unless they're in the sport or they're a name, they're not going to do anything. Tell us what you do for them. Well, we've been here essentially since 2001. People, somebody graduates from UNLV, they want to be a sportscaster. Um, and believe me, they're not ready to go on the air yet. Um, they may have a few things they did on tape. It's horrible. It's bad. <laughs> it isn't good. Um, and so they come here for some additional training just to kind of polish up their skills and uh, we work with them, then we help them put together a resume tape. For example, a sportscaster will come here and do a full, have to produce a full sportscast. We'll also have them do some Vosats, John, maybe a sports-related package, and then some stand-ups in the field. And we take all those materials and edit them so that a news director or a hiring manager at one of the sports outlets will look at it and go, wow that guy is amazing or that girl is amazing. It's, it's to us, it's kind of like editing a movie preview. We've really got to catch someone's attention. Like they're sitting in the uh, movie theater and they go, wow, that's a really good movie. And, um, you know, I was telling you earlier today that even if you've got a great tape, it's still tough to get a sports job because there's just not that many positions out there. So you got to be really good and you got to want it. And I, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if Fish was talking about this earlier in your podcast. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm imagining this, but people don't want to put in the time in the work. You know, I mean, they just don't want to go to a small market, get good in their craft. I, I, I started in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. WPDE TV. <laughs> Hi to and all the folks there. I, 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 lo I love those people, and. Uh, you know, you, you put in your time, you know, you, you barely make a living and you do sports cast every night if you're lucky and you get better and better and better. And eventually you get good enough where you put a new tape together and hopefully a station in Vegas or Chicago or Miami looks at you and go, yep, you're good. You're exactly what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Well, your lawsuit against the NFL is on May 25th. Coach Gruden, but is it true when you signed your contract with Mark Davis, you did it at a local Hooters here over on Sahara? I'm getting comments right now. Saying, I've been to that Hooters. I like that Hooters. What's wrong? Oh, well, there you go. So you, you and Mark Davis, that, 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 that's, that's epic. You signed your first contract, ten million dollars, hundred million, hundred million dollars, ten years. Well, let's go back to your best. What's your best memory of Vegas? It doesn't include John Daly. Well, he hasn't told you about us, about him and him, me and him. No. Oh, swag. Oh, you know, they and I. Vegas is such a cool town to live in. I remember when I first moved there, and maybe you guys can relate to this. People thought you moved to Vegas. Like, it, it do people live there? And because yeah. everyone that gets goes to Vegas, they stay in the Caesars or they stay in some tower, and they look around, and they go. 
where do people live? Yeah. And, you, and you go, you see all those houses way out in the distance? People live there and they live very normal lives. They go to church. They're good people. They're hardworking. So I had nothing but a great time. But my honestly, my favorite, favorite memories is, is our probably my weekends going to Lake Mead, water skiing, going to Mount Charleston in the uh, wintertime and snow skiing. I loved, I love that. Lake Mead, which I think what, there's just a puddle left now. Yeah. <laughs> there is no Lake Mead, but there's a couple, uh, of, I, there's a couple of dead bodies too. They're fighting the, bodies from the mob. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, 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 Vegas is such a cool town. Anyone that has a chance to live there, live there. It's, it's such a neat place. All right, we had uh, we we had a great time when uh, I was at Channel Thirteen and you were the weather guy there. Uh, one of the interesting things that I found out from Kathy Ray, she said that you and Ron Futrell, who's been on the show, you had a swag competition. Is well, well, I, I I suppose a little bit. I mean, yeah, we were always trying to get something for free, um, <laughs> whether it was a free concert. Um, I don't want to, Ron's still around that town. So I don't, I don't want to do him in, but uh, yeah, I mean, we were always, we were always getting comps on, but he was the king of comp. I mean, he, I don't think he would deny, he would, he would walk into a place and he was kind of a rock star himself, or maybe still is. And uh, he could get anything he wanted when he walked in. They, they loved him, but yeah, we always had a little competition. Oh, you know, where'd you get, the, where'd you get that uh, new, you know, new polo shirt. Oh, they gave it to me over at the uh, Fiesta. Thanks. <laughs> Did I just date myself with the Fiesta? <laughs> yes. Is it still there or did they, did they blow yeah. it up? No, it's still there. Well, yeah. it's, it's their name. I mean, it, it, it really didn't survive a lot of the pandemic. So it, George, George, but remember meeting George Maloof when he opened that, wasn't it him? Yeah. 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 There you go. And the palms and yeah, the, the, the good old so the Roadshow podcast, talk about it. The wild podcast, right? It really is. Well, you know, I live honestly in the most insane state in the uh, union. Um, I always say California used to be the place where we'd look for all the wackos, you know, the people um, just way out there. They they've all drained of Florida because they can't uh, they can't afford to live in California. So uh, yeah, about two years ago, I sat, you know, just like you guys said, hey, let's let's do some talk uh, to these kinds of people. And uh, so it's starting season three up in September and got a whole clan of interesting YouTubers to people just like yourself who are just characters. I, I've always enjoyed talking to the person that probably most people would have avoided in the room. <laughs> I always love the oddball, the guy out. Maybe, maybe it goes back to my childhood. Uh, but I always uh, have had an interest in somebody that's got a story that most people wouldn't touch. So what's anyways, the craziest so far you've had? The craziest? Mm, 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 mm. Crazy. I had a sex worker on. She was a a, a prostitute right down this <laughs> down the street here. And uh, she came in. But what threw me off and I really didn't react to it. It caught me off so, so much. She goes, um, yeah, and I, I when I come home to my husband, um, you know, I'm tired at the end of the day. I didn't know she was married. I did. 
it it like I didn't I didn't know should I talk about this? How does he feel after your long day at the office? <laughs> what's he what's he thinking when you guys uh, sit there and flip through the channels now in the at eight o'clock at night? You know, does he ask you? Honey, like, hey, honey, how was you your want, day? You want, take, what, you want takeout or should we just? Uh, <laughs> Talk about uh, sloppy, sloppy seconds, right? Oh, I got kids, man. <laughs> or it could be like this. Say, baby, you make your quota today? <laughs> no. Well, don't you no. guys ever wonder, wonder that about porn stars? Like, you always hear about these, like, couples yeah. that are, like, in the porn industry. Yeah. And, like, what are, how do you just go, yeah, that's great, hon. I, I am, I'm so glad he was was doing that to you today. You look great. I mean, you look awesome. <laughs> Where is How it? does that yeah, work? We get a porn star on. It's like, where did you get your degree? Where did you get your start? You know, uh, can you give John any tips? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of them, though. I'm kind of jealous that they are that open and free about their bodies. I'm, I, I really, I, I, I get out of the shower. I'm covering everything. I'm up. I'm running across the room. And, you know, they don't care. They don't care. Isn't that a nice feeling? Oh, it's a great world we live in. It's great. You know, it's I love great. it. Uh, you're talking, hey, I, I want to be on your podcast with the next porn star you have on and see, you know, if we could. Uh, my wife gave me a hall pass. If you have a porn star that looks like Kate Beckinsale, I'm Really? In. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> she gave you a hall pass for it? Yeah, well, look, it's a, it's a porn star. Well, you know, maybe I'll learn something. I'm 61 years old. I'm not. I'm not young like you are, Randy. I'm 61. Okay. Not young. I'm you know old. What, you know what? Oh, Randy. You know what oral sex is between two people that have been married 33 years, like me and my wife. I walk down the hallway and say, "Screw you." She says, "Screw you back." That's it. That's it. Hi. <laughs> that works good. Hey, Randy. We got a couple of minutes left here. So, since you're a coach. You're really good at what you do. You got a podcast. Do you have any recommendations for the Daily Fish podcast so we can make ourselves better? I I I, I like how you guys are doing this. I, I feel like you got a nice little tradition going. I like the little toast thing. And um, I'm sorry, what was the girls' entertain the entertainment? Heidi's uh, Heidi's Hollywood. Yeah, I like that and. I, I I just I dig this, and I like your three boxes up there. It looks all official. It looks really cool. Okay, you have no recommendations to, to to make us better, huh? No, I mean just keep. I you know what they everyone says. You know, I think this is true about anything on YouTube. Just keep doing it, man. Just keep hammering it out. Don't. I think everyone would tell you just it's like anything. Don't give up. Just keep doing it. Eventually. Yeah, I have a recommendation, no. man. You want you want to see my recommendation? <laughs> no fish that's not the right no no you you we need fish he's got to be yeah. there did he really leave is he, is he well, gone? you know he probably you know i was going to say he probably had some technical malfunction and, he, uh, and he's completely yeah. off randy's got, randy's got a podcast i got three porn stars in last oh hi guys <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea though i i feel like you'd get good viewership if you guys had a porn star on each each week. Oh. That's a great recommendation. See that daily? There you go. Okay. I don't think John I don't think John's gonna go for that though. I think he's gonna <laughs> review that and yeah. Probably not. Let me tell you something. A porn star is real TV. Oh, oh very yeah. Good. yeah. Very good. I like that. I like that. I miss right. real TV. I love that show. 
Oh, I loved yeah. it. When the mob Rashad hosted it, it was so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was fun. good. I did. Oh, Ahmad, was great. Ahmad took that franchise to a different level. I'll tell you. This other guy, John Daly, man, he can't, there's no tee shot. The short game sucks, you know. All right. End the show. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. We've been talking to Randy Rouch. He has the Roach Show podcast. You can get him on YouTube. He also owns American Broadcast Talent to train people to become on-camera news, sports, and entertainment reporters and hosts as well. Go to AmericanBroadcastTalent.com. Hey, Randy, buddy, thank you so much. Great having you on. we got to have you back. Thanks, guys. I really enjoyed it. Fish, nice seeing you, sir. Nice meeting you, too. You're great. Good. You're, you're good. I love you, man. I'll tell you. And you know what? Use me as a recommendation when you get your next coaching job, and you're going to need a recommendation, okay? <laughs> you know what? You're, you're in Florida. There's a lot of high school jobs, so, you know, you're, you're good. Thank you. I'll, I'll start applying. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, Randy. Take care, buddy. Thank you. All right, coming up, Fish and I wrap things up. We'll give you a sneak peek for next week as well. we got the hard line coming in here as well. Hey, first, folks, we want you to check out Hope for the Warriors. They have a big celebrity golf event coming up August 27th to the 29th. It will be in Wallace, North Carolina, near Wilmington. And Fish and I are planning on being there. Hope for the Warriors works with our military warriors who were wounded. They get them healthy so they're part of their families and their community. Great charity, great event. And you'll see us there as well. That is hopeforthewarriors.org. All right, folks, thanks for being with us. Remember, Daily Fish is live from Vegas and Myrtle Beach on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The next three weeks. No, I shouldn't say that the next three weeks. I left that out of there. I shouldn't have put that in there. We're on Facebook at daily.fish.5. Plus the Myrtle Beach Golf Channel and Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. Catch us on YouTube and Wingding TV. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. You can write to us at dailyfish, the number one, at gmail.com. We got the hard line on here. Hard line, didn't know you were coming back. Glad to have you. The Randy thing was so cool because, and, and folks, if you're listening to us on, uh, on the audio and you can't see, Randy Roush looked like John Gruden. I mean, oh, long hair, he had the visor, and it was like, oh, my God, it looks like Gruden. <laughs> I, had fun, I had fun with that. Hey, guys, real quick, on a, on a Debbie Downer note, I, was, I wanted Heidi to come back in, but she's a, um, one of our high school, her first boyfriend in high school and a friend of mine, a star athlete uh, in high school, was killed over the weekend in, in uh, what was I, what did I say, Mack County, uh, North Carolina? What I say, Wait, John? Wait, Wait, Wait County. County. Yeah. So we, I dedicate, I dedicate my portion of the show to Renee Lamarck, great tennis player, great man, and uh, it was a victim of a homicide. And and to all the the victims in Buffalo, we really think and we pray for you. Okay, that we we do this show to liven things up, but life goes on and life gets in the way of your plans. And if we can make someone laugh or or or, or put a smile on your face with all the crap that goes on in the world, that's what I'm at least, and I think these guys are here to do. I hear you. Absolutely. 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 All right. Well, a uh, uh, fairly big week coming up in sports since we got the NHL, we got the NBA, and then we also have the PGA coming up. Uh, we don't have a guest yet for next week. We're working on quite a few. So uh, we're waiting for a couple things to, to pan out. But we will have the hard line. And hard line, you probably got a busy week coming up. Oh, it stays busy, man. You know, this is this is the golden time of year right now before we get into the dog days of summer. Uh, and then a couple more months until we start back in, with the NFL, you know, all the preseason games, everything that's happening from there, all the international games this year coming up. So a lot of a lot of great games coming up for uh, NHL, NBA, and NFL. All right, Fish, what else you got? 
Uh, that's it. He's right. I mean, uh, it, it's 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 great that we have these playoffs taking us through until June, and let's, let's hope the baseball play, the baseball pennant races pick up and give some good stories. But I want to yeah. say to Randy real quick in ten seconds is that if we have more Shohei Otani, we have more Michael Jordans in baseball, it'll help the sport. Yep, absolutely. All right, all right, guys. Another great show. Thank you so much. We will see you all next week. Bye, guys. Love you. Take care.